disclaimer. We do not agree with or support J.K. Rowling's bigotry and prejudice in any way, shape, or form, and we also do not tolerate Draco Sands or Death Eater sympathizers. However, they are warmly welcome to tune into our podcast. We'd also like to forewarn everyone that we will be mentioning later books and events in every episode, so here is your official spoiler warning. Hi, welcome to our podcast. We're on in Hermione minus the romance. Okay, we thought that we would kick today off with something a little different. So, Colin, if you will, we're going to start doing icebreaker questions. Today was Colin's turn to pick. Um, I have no idea what it is, so go ahead. Okay. Are you- hey, Adelia. Adelia. Hi. Yeah? Um, <laughs> if you were in Diagon Alley, what would you, what shop would you go to? Okay, um, what's that one place called? It's like Apothecary the or one something. Place. Don't they have, like, what? The one place. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> no, it's like, it's called Apothecary or something, and isn't that where, where is the one that where they have, like, all those, like, really interesting quills? That's probably where I would go. Or Florian. Oh my gosh, you're such a nerd. (laughs) I want to go to the place with the very interesting quills. (laughs) What does that mean? It's because they have all kinds of different, like, feathers from different birds and stuff. Was that in Hogsmeade? No. Because I'm pretty sure they mention it because doesn't Hermione get them? Uh, Yeah, exactly. Or is that... Is that Hogsmeade? Oh, no. <laughs> okay, well, if we're talking, like, something that I know is specifically in Diagon Alley, I would say Florian Fortescue's mm-hmm. because... Ice cream that seems, is yeah, a exactly. proper response to anything. Who doesn't love ice cream? <laughs> See, I didn't actually think of an answer for this question, so now I'm on the spot. <laughs> um, okay. Now I have to think of something less nerdy to make me sound cooler than you. Oh, no, I was wrong. Apothecary is where you get your potion ingredients. Yeah. Duh. Um, yeah. And then there's not the animal place. <laughs> I would cry. Um, the magical menagerie. Yes. <laughs> oh, and then there's also like Ilops Owl Emporium. Oh, you know what? I changed my mind. I would go to this place that we've never heard of, but it's called Obscurious Books. Why? Because you could just go to Flourish and Blots. True, but that place sounds interesting. What is the flourish and blots not interesting enough for you? Are you like, are you one of those hipster wizards who's like, I don't want to go to the mainstream bookstores. I like. Did you just call me a hipster? I called you a hipster wizard. Oh my god. Okay. Um, I don't know. If you're so sensitive about it, then sure, I'll go to flourish and blots. I'll make a day of it. I'll go everywhere. <laughs> um. I'm blanking on everything in Diagon Alley. I mean, Flourish and Blots is very cool. I Yeah, true. So i probably go there. Like, there's some yeah. interesting things. Like, they had some, like, actually interesting books. Like, even, like, Harry was trying to pick them up last book, but then Hagrid was like, no, you are, like, not nearly advanced to do any of these things. <laughs> Remember in the in the first book when he wanted, like, a solid gold cauldron and Hagrid was like, dude, no. <laughs> I would have been say- so angry, though. Like, I would have, like, raged at him. I'd be like, I finally <laughs> have money and you're not gonna let me buy anything. Not something that would, like, wipe out his entire bank account. Okay. But, like, his- their money is made of actual gold. I'm sure it'd be fine. I mean, true, true. 
And the wizarding economy is ridiculous anyway, so. <laughs> I don't even understand our economy, so I can't even begin to. Let alone the I wizards understand. who can literally just like make magic for anything. Like, why would you have an economy? <laughs> why do you do I don't this? Know. Maybe why? so your entire universe wouldn't collapse? No, but like, you could <laughs> do most of everything without money. I mean, true. You're not wrong. <laughs> you could have just built a house. You don't need to get some, like, engineer to come to your house. Let's get into what you guys are actually here for. Um, today, we will be discussing and analyzing chapters four and five of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. Who's going first? <laughs> um, who went first last time? Uh, I don't know. I think it was <laughs> you. So I'm going to go. Okay. okay. Okay, you go. Um, Ron talks about the ghoul in the attic last chapter, but it is in this chapter, so I feel validated. But I have always been confused of, like, what a ghoul is in the wizarding world. Like, usually, like, a ghoul is just, like, a ghost or something, but this is clearly not in Harry Potter. Like, what is a ghoul? Um, let me see. Oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> a ghoul is a magical beast that resembles a slimy bucktooth ogre. So, <laughs> oh my god, this like animated picture is terrifying. Now I need to look up ghoul. <laughs> this is awful. It's like an animated... <laughs> I was just looking up like, there's some anime that comes up. Oh god. Oh, okay, Tokyo okay. Ghoul. <laughs> okay. To answer your question, <laughs> a ghoul, a magical beast that resembles a slimy buck-toothed ogre. So... I love that that was what Ron chose to be him with Spattergroit when he left home. Like, he was like, yes, because I look like a slimy, buck-toothed ogre. <laughs> it fits his character. I, yeah, I guess it does, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, self-consciousness. <laughs> I also, I wrote something about the beginning of, like, chapter four, I think. I said... I find it hilarious and really ironic that Molly was completely shocked later on that the twins wanted to open a joke shop. Did no one wonder what the explosions coming from their room were and what they were doing? And then when they were like, oh yeah, we've been like creating things, she was like, what? Where? Not in my house? Like, what? Well, it's not necessarily like surprise. It was just like, it. she was disappointed. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I was... feel like she had some, like, hope for them to, like, be in a ministry job. Like, yeah. there was still some hope left for that. <laughs> I still feel like it's kind of in... I mean, she there was a part of her that was kind of surprised. Because she'd be like, what? Not in my house. Like, where were you doing this? And it's like, you know, in their room where you were always hearing explosions go off. Like, did no one think to <laughs> check in on them? And like, <laughs> right? Like, what did they think they were doing? I don't even know. It can't be any better than what they were actually doing. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. It's like that's probably like best case scenario that they were inventing things. Like, what? What else could they possibly think was going on? Like, I love how they're like they've normalized it, and like, their you your children could have just been like blown up by a Death Eater. <laughs> And, like, you, here you are. <laughs> oh, they're just... They're again with the explosions yeah, in that room. Super normal. Um, 
I kind of touched on Ginny's character last episode, but oh my gosh, I still found her transformation in this series, like, so incredible. And it's, like, it's more, one of the more, like, complete character arcs, I'd say. You know, we don't see most of it, but, like, we still, like, we, there's still a beginning and end kind of situation. No, yeah, her, her character transformation is probably, like, the best one in the entire series because, and that's also, I feel like, played a really big part in her and Harry being soulmates because they didn't get together while she was like while she idolized him and was like super like interested in him and all that like they got together when she had found herself and became her own person which I found to be really interesting that um how that happened and I think that that's really fitting because like I don't really feel like people always agree but I don't think that if someone's your soulmate that that necessarily has to apply to every stage of your life I think that they were absolutely meant to get together when she had discovered and, like, been... When she realized, like, how she could, you know, sure be interested in him, but not make that her entire life and her entire personality. I also wrote... um, Harry only says it in passing, but I found it pretty, like, heartbreaking that the borough was the first household he had ever been in where everyone liked him. Yeah. Like, I think that's so sad. Such a sad thought for a 12-year-old to, like, have crossed his mind. Like, this is the first place I've ever been where people like me and treat me like they enjoy my company. (laughs) Yeah, like, I think that's so devastating. And it's... We've said this a thousand times, but I really think that the sheer trauma that the Dursleys inflicted on Harry is really glossed over sometimes and I don't really think that's fair because he spent an entire life you know being abused and then hunted by a major dark wizard and then having like hundreds of people die for his cause and like it's just kind of like at the end it's like it's all good (laughs) yeah (laughs) and like I I don't hate the epilogue, and I don't hate how it ended. I don't necessarily mind the last line, but the more I look into the books, I'm like, you know, there had to be some sort of, I, you know. I just don't, I wish she hadn't wrapped there. it up with Happily Ever After. Yeah. I wish it wasn't. I feel wasn't like it was the, nice. It, I don't, you didn't need it. I, the epilogue wasn't needed, okay? It wasn't. It's so weird Hogwarts has no support for families. Like, the Weasleys can hardly afford books and supplies, yet they are offered no help by the school. Yeah, I agree. They should have been offered help. But I do... They do have a fund, because Tom Riddle was given money from that fund. But was it specifically for orphans or muggle-borns? I'm assuming it was for orphans and or muggle-borns. Who didn't have, like, wizard money, yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, because if... I would hope that if Hogwarts, like, was fully aware of their financial situation, that they would, you know, they would Hogwarts is a terrible school anyway. (laughs) You can't expect much from them. Yeah. It's still, like, I don't know. It's, like, I still, like, in some part of me where I'm still, like, 12, I'm, like, oh, my God, I wish I could go there. But the more I read the book, sometimes I'm, like, I'm kind of glad that I don't. Um, Just in... A little. I want to Not murder some Death Eaters at the Battle of Hogwarts. That would be so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I actually... This is a question. I wonder who monitors the Hogwarts book list. Does Dumbledore let teachers request whatever books they want? Does he even see the list? I think it's hilarious. Like, the idea of Dumbledore in his office reading over the proposed book list each teacher wants, and then Lockhart requests every single one of his own books. <laughs> like, I can see him sitting in his office looking at it, like... 
I mean, okay, like, <laughs> is he just gonna let teachers, like, say whatever, or has he never had a teacher make a ridiculous request like this before? Like, who coordinates all I guess all not. That? <laughs> like, does he just not care? Because <laughs> you know McGonagall wouldn't put up with it, so it's definitely no, not, not her. We saw what she did to Umbridge for being ridiculous. Like, right. Lockhart wasn't fully evil like Umbridge, at least not until the very end, but like, he was insane. Uh, okay, I'm pulling some strings here, okay? At the okay. end of Hermione's letter, she writes, love from Hermione. And I know this is something many friends would say, and, like, maybe it's just, like, being more formal, because they're, like, British or whatever. But it's still, like, I love it so much. And it's, I can totally see it as something, like, Hermione, like, writing it, because she's, like, too shy. Like, and she just wanted to put something, you know? And, like... I said before that, like, I don't think they had crushes yet, but I totally think Mm -hmm. Hermione has a crush on Ron at this point. Like, I I think think so. I think so, too. Yeah, I think that they were the type of soulmates where they were just destined to be together and, like, at every stage of their life. Like, there wasn't, like, any portion of their lives where they weren't supposed to be together. But I do love that you said something about the letter because I also have a note about the letter. Um, I just said that I always thought that the differences in the trio's writing styles, like, in letters was really interesting. Ron and Harry tend to write the way they speak, which definitely reminds me of someone that may or may not be here on the other end of this podcast with me. (laughs) Um, I think Harry, most of all, writes the way he speaks, but he writes more formally than Ron. And Hermione, of course, is, like, impeccable grammar and, like, perfect spelling and all of that. And I bet her handwriting was Like someone here. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Let me tell you all a story about that time I gave Colin a birthday card. Really well written, if I do say so myself. And the only thing he said, like, no thank you, no nothing, by a text message, by the way, was I literally rolled my eyes out of my head. Of course your handwriting is perfect. <laughs> like, that's probably, like, going to be my favorite story about you for the rest of my life. Because I like, talked you know, about t- I talked about it to you after. I just, that was the first <laughs> thing I noticed, okay? No, it was just so funny. Like, the first thing you said was, oh my god. Of course your handwriting is perfect. Like, <laughs> yeah, I definitely was reminded of that when I was, when I thought of, like, reading the trio's letters, like, to each other and to other people. Okay, you're gonna hate me for saying this, okay? Oh, God. But the scene in Borgen and Burks is the only scene in the entire series where I will say that there is some canonical evidence to say that dreary makes the tiniest bit of sense okay and it's purely because of how funny it is that lucius is like oh my god stop you've been talking about harry all summer like that i would like if every dreary story just talked about that i would have liked it so much more like (laughs) it just makes me so uncomfortable because like for no reason other than that They were so, like, horrible to each other, mostly Draco to Harry. It's like, it makes no sense. Why are people (laughs) thinking that, like, a toxic, like, awful relationship like that would be anything that anyone should hope for? Like. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) But I do think that part was funny because he was like, ew, like, perfect Harry Potter. And Lucius is like, shut up. Like, you talk about this too much. (laughs) (laughs) But it also might be the same way that, like, I hate when people say that, like, Harry was, like, crushing over Draco and Half-Blood Prince when he literally thought he was trying to kill Dumbledore. Yeah, seriously. People are like, oh my god, he was so obsessed with him. Like, yeah, because he thought he was planning a murder, which he was. Yeah. Like, he was right. Um, (laughs) I actually, this next 
thing is kind of weird that I noticed it. Okay, when they're, like, at the burrow and they're, like, eating and stuff, I... Was it at the burrow? I can't remember, like, where they were eating sandwiches, but I said, yeah, it was at the burrow. I said, it's probably an exaggeration, but how in God's name did each of the seven kids eat six bacon sandwiches? That's 42 sandwiches. 42. <laughs> why, why did each of How did they all eat 42 sandwiches? Like, <laughs> there were only seven of them. Like, you would, think that you, would, you would think that you would be, like, full after, like, two or three, but, like, six each? That's why they're poor. They had to feed those, like, children. Oh, my God. I just, I think that's completely insane. Like, like are they just wolfing me, it down? Like, what's going I on? Like, I just imagine it's all like, hairy because he was, like, starved all summer. Like, he's just, like... <laughs> I think that's so funny, though, because every time he goes to the burrow, it's always, like, Molly, like, forces him to eat, like, four helpings at, like, every meal, because she's like, you've been starved all Now eat 42. (laughs) It's like, far be it for me to, like, say anything negative about anyone's appetite. Like, you know, you do you, but, like, 42 sandwiches, I feel like, is a lot for seven people. I mean, maybe I'm just crazy, but, like, I just, I noticed that, and I was like, what? Okay, I'm I'm at Borgen and Berg's. I don't know if you're ready for that. Um, I have like one note before that, and it's really short. I just said, oh, I have two technically. I said Arthur is really hilarious every time he asks about Muggle inventions. Like every single time, he's like <laughs> grilling Harry. Like, how do they do this, and how does this work? <laughs> like, also about the flu powder. How does like how it's written is di- Diagon Alley. How does that sound like Nocturne Alley? It doesn't sound like Borgen and Berg's either. Like, how did the how? Because you die again in Nocturne Alley. I don't... <laughs> That's not how that works. I know. It's not... but... The flu powder doesn't, like, interpret what you say like a riddle. It just takes what you say <laughs> and picks the clue. I would think that, you know, the way it's written is... Di- I would just assume that, alley. like, the flu powder was just, like, confused and was like, I'll just send him somewhere in that general direction. Like... <laughs> <laughs> not, like, the place he literally said... Yeah, but he coughed, so... Yeah, but the way it, it was written, it... he literally still said, like, Diagon Alley. He just, like... No, he coughed up Diagon Alley. He was like... <laughs> oh my gosh. We didn't need a demonstration, but thank you. Um, I guess that answers my question. Go on with your note about Borgen and Burks. Okay. There's so much foreshadowing in this chapter. I know. Oh it's my gosh. so cool. Okay. So, yeah. like, not only is Harry literally hiding in the vanishing cabinet in this scene, there's mo- both mentioned of the Hand of Glory and yeah. a necklace with the card saying, do not touch cursed. And all of these are used in Half-Blood Prince. I think that's so pretty remarkable, actually, that, like, the, the way it was written, it's like little things like this were mentioned and then became a huge plot point like way later on also See, I, wrote, I think the main I, thing of this is that she i don't think she was like thinking of writing these things in and was like i'm gonna use these in halfwood prints i think she when she was like took her break for like to plan five six and seven like i think she like read the books again and she was like okay i want to use these things that's pretty, still pretty interesting, though. It I, is. I, wrote, I was like, it would be so fu- It would have been so funny if Harry would have fallen through the cabinet into Hogwarts. Like, the Half-Blood Prince wouldn't even have happened. Like, you, imagine, he would have fallen through the cabinet and then found himself in the Room of Requirement. Yeah, because it's would... not broken yet. What do you mean? Like... It happens in this book. It breaks in this book. Oh, right, because... Was it the twins that shoved Montauk no. in there? 
No, it's someone else. it's actually something different. It's when um he's captured by Filch, nearly headless Nick crashes a cabinet as a distraction. Oh my God, you're right. And then yeah, wait, but like that doesn't okay. But like now, since it's not broken, wouldn't that mean that it still would have taken him to Hogwarts or after it was? Yeah, broken, it would. It, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so I think it would have been funny if like right this second he's hiding and he would just like fallen through into into Hogwarts. And I think it's funny that the next chapter they're having trouble getting to Hogwarts and he literally had like a gateway to it and Seriously. he was just standing in it. They could have just like put the invisibility cloak on and like leaned in. I mean, they had all their luggage though, so that wouldn't have worked. But um <laughs> And still. also he would have just like appeared in the room of requirement like in <laughs> the second book. Like how do you even it, get out? Was it in the room of requirement? Did nearly headless Nick like like, take, the, or did Peeves, you know, go into the room of requirement, take out the cabinet, crash it on the floor? Like. I don't know. I Maybe it was somewhere else. And then when it was broken, it was like, oh man, this doesn't work. And they threw it into the room of requirement. Yeah. Maybe it was somewhere else, like, on display. I, I don't know. <laughs> it feels weird that it would just be in the room of requirement. Like, it doesn't seem like, like, you'd have to think of a very specific thing to get in yeah. to find it. Well, Harry, didn't he just kind of say, like, the place where everything is hidden? I'm sure plenty of people would say, like, I want somewhere to hide this. You know, where do I hide this? Like, yada, yada. And that took them to that big, like, dumping ground. I also have a... I didn't see this note earlier, or we would have talked about it earlier, but I just kind of said, like, with how the contents of the Weasley's vault was explained, I doubt they were able to afford everything on the school list. Because Mm. they only had, like, a... Like, what was it? Like, a pile of sickles? Like, that's not enough for all of Lockhart's books, all of their things. Like, I wonder how wizard debt works. Like, what would they do? Even secondhand, like, that's not going to cost, like, a sickle each. That's, like, several, like, galleons, I think, for those things. So I don't, I do not think they were able to afford it all, like, out of pocket. Like, I think that... They must have had to go to, like, Wizarding Goodwill? Like, I'm sure, like... (laughs) (laughs) They they had to have done something like that. Yeah, they did get Ginny's thing secondhand, but I don't even think they would have been able to. At least she got good books. (laughs) True. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I said, I think Harry being forced into pictures with Lockhart could have been his villain origin story. And it also (laughs) reminds me of John Mulaney's skit about Cirque du Soleil when his brother got, like, pulled up to the front and they, like, planted a bra and, like, pulled it out. And he was, like, 13 and, like, super upset about it. But, um, yeah, I just think that that could have been, like, Harry's, like, backstory moment. He would have, like, gone completely insane. Like, this is the okay, moment I, where I it all got awful. I actually a couple things before this, okay? Okay, so, sorry. I'm still, like, I have, like, one more note about, like, Nocturnally or something. Okay, yeah, like, go ahead. I just wanted to point out that there's a creepy lady holding a tray of human fingernails in a children's <laughs> book. Yeah. That's in there. In case you were wondering, okay? Yeah, um, yeah. I always read that I'm, part, and I'm like, weird. And then, like, when she drops the fingernails and gets upset, like, she's like, oh, man, my fingernails. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to say at this point that the complete absence of Hermione's parents and family in this series is totally a sexist issue. Because I think, because we have two main male characters that have fleshed out backstories and families, and Hermione just falls under the rug, and I, we don't even learn the names of Hermione's parents in this chapter. They don't even say a line in this chapter. That's really interesting, actually. Like, I've never thought of it that way. I did read somewhere about her name, though, that 
it was supposed to be Hermione Jane Granger, but, like, the nurse misspelled it, so she was Hermione Jean Granger. Like, I read that on some, like, wiki website, like, thir- like a million years ago, but that's it. <laughs> like, that's all I know about Hermione's backstory, and I don't even think I remember her parents' names. I don't think they ever get names. Yeah, I think I remember their fake names, <laughs> like, that they right. got when she humiliated <laughs> like... <laughs> them. Um, yeah, that's really weird, actually, now that I think about it. That's, like, why don't they have names, at least? Like, yeah. That's Poor really... Grangers. Like, literally. <laughs> I know. Yeah, because, like, their fake names are, like, Monica Wilkins and someone else Wilkins. I am disturbed that you know that. <laughs> I have read the series, like, eight times, so. Oh, Wendell. Wendell. Because Wendell. it's, like, the, okay. like, alliteration thing, like, Wendell Wilkins. Is that called alliteration? I don't remember. Um, It's fine. I forget. <laughs> okay. Lockhart is not a likable character, but he's one of, like, the funniest and, like, best written, like, interesting characters in this (laughs) series. And he's just, like, so beautifully, like, pompous and idiotic. He's just chef's kiss. Like, I... He's he's one of the highlights of this book. That's what it is. Yeah, the writing of Lockhart's character is pretty fantastic and very effective because it made me completely hate his guts. (laughs) hate his guts like i hate oh my god i hate lockhart i can't even tell you how much i completely detest lockhart like so much but that just means that it was written very well so (laughs) yeah and my last note for this chapter is just in all caps arthur and lucius throw hands in a bookshop yep that's pretty yeah that's like one of the best parts of this whole book (laughs) i still can't believe it happens every time i read it like it you would (laughs) never think and there's just something so satisfying about wizards who have wands, like, like, f- fighting with their hands, like... Yeah, that's why I love that scene in Order of the Phoenix, the, like, that super dramatic scene where, um, Sirius and them show up at the Department of Mysteries, and he goes... I don't... I think this is just the movie, but it's still pretty yeah. fantastic. He goes, like, what do he... He says, like, oh, get away from my godson, just, like, punches him in the face. I love yeah. that. And, of course, Hermione's punch. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. That we'll talk about next book. Woo! So good. Draco had it coming. I'm just gonna say it. Like, he had it coming to him. He deserved I it. I did not have a lot to say about the flying car, but, like, my first note was just, Harry and Ron are idiots. That's it. <laughs> yeah, completely. <laughs> I also said, how could Mrs. Weasley not ch- tell that the car had been enchanted? Like, the undetectable extension charm. She had I to know what it was. She had to notice. And she was like, wow, muggles really know what they're doing. Like, why do you think that the front seat is, like, a bench? Like, muggles can't do that. Like, I mean, can't they, do that. They, she's never clear. She's clearly never seen a car up close, you know? She's never I mean, been in the inside true. of a car, so. Like, yeah, Which seems true. weird since they get, they use cars every time they get to Hogwarts. So how did she get her kids to Hogwarts before? Maybe the ministry provided cars before they met Harry? Maybe? Yeah, but then she definitely noticed this time. Yeah, because those cars are enchanted too. Are they? Yeah, Not because in the, same the way. Mini- undetectable extension charms. Yeah. Okay. They always ministry cars, as far as I remember, are always mentioned to like ha- be enchanted on the inside, that there's a ton of space. But the one year they took a cab, it was like tiny and cramped, and everyone was irritated right. in that like. <laughs> And, like, the, like, the muggle cab drivers were, like, what is going on? Why do they have owls? <laughs> and then, like, Crookshanks' cage burst open. And he, like, was, like, going crazy. And, yeah. But I think the ministry cars were, like, enchanted always. 
So maybe okay. that's like why she didn't understand. And then the day, the time she got in a cab, she was like, something's weird about this car. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> and I, oh my gosh, I love the little part that is mentioned so briefly of they have to stop because Ginny left her diary. I know, yeah. I, that's I didn't, so I didn't write anything about that, I but really I really love it. Like the little details of Ginny in this book because she, yeah. you totally wouldn't pick up on it. Yeah, not at all. Because it just seems like, you know, because everyone forgot something or almost everyone. So you didn't really think about it. You're like, oh, you know, another person forgot something. And you don't really take the time to, like. I kind of feel bad now, it. like, seeing how much, like, Percy has is a red heron in this book that I never picked up on it. Like, she was <laughs> working so hard to make it so clear. <laughs> Like, yeah. he's literally reading a book called, like, Prefix and Power. Like, <laughs> I would have totally thought. I really didn't, though. I just, I never saw Percy as, like, that kind of, like, person. He creates, like, ambition, but not, like, I'm gonna rule I mean, the world ambition. He would have been possessed, so. <laughs> I'm true, true, but still. <laughs> I never really saw it, that it was Percy, but. I also, this is kind of a stupid question, but Harry said, like, when they were at the, um, train station he said that the dursleys haven't given him pocket money for six years why did they ever and why did they stop what did he need pocket money for at six years old like why did the dursleys think six years old okay cool here's some pocket money and then they just never did it again i like, feel like it's just a throwaway from? line i'm pretty sure that yeah, you like, are <laughs> i'm <sighs> that's so weird actually i know like where did that come from maybe it was for school to like get True, lunch at for, school like, lunch that's yeah. true, but is that not, isn't that is that technically pocket money or is that like buy lunch your money? lunch money? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know, know if it's like I don't know. Weird. Maybe they were like in front of other people and like they were like, <laughs> oh, you should get your kids some money to get something too, and they were like, Fine. oh yeah, like when they forced when like the they were getting like Dudley and Pierce Polkis like ice creams and Lady was like, what does he want? They got him like a tiny like lemon the true thing. hero of this series. <laughs> That one lady who can finally acknowledge abuse. The only person in the muggle world who can tell <laughs> when someone's Seriously. being abused. I also... Harry and Ron are, are so lucky that those were regular toffees in that car. Oh they could have been gosh. the, like, tongue ones that they gave to Dudley. You're like, so they're right. They're so lucky. They're so lucky they didn't bite into a toffee and their tongue just grew four feet. Like, immediately. <laughs> imagine that scene, though. They're just in the car <laughs> and their tongues are four feet long. And now I'm imagining the scene in the movie where they, like, fall out of the car and Ron's, like, holding on with, like, his tongue or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but imagine them walking into Hogwarts and, like, Snape is there and their tongues are just, like, four feet long. What? <laughs> but imagine that though, because they're like they're like talking about they're talking about Snape. Like, oh my god, what if he got fired? Like, what if he's not here? But imagine their tongues are four feet long and they turn around. But 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 when he got imagine here, imagine he got fired. Like, and then, and then Snape's like, or maybe he's wondering why you guys didn't arrive on the train. They turn around. They're like, t- didn't Dudley? <laughs> didn't Dudley's tongue turn a different color too? Oh my god, yeah. Wasn't it, like, blue or, like, purple or something? I'm just picturing, like, the Laffy Taffy from, like, Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> Imagine they're, like, red or, like, yellow, and they're just, like, super long, and they're holding them, and they're, like, they've gotten beaten up by a tree, and they're just, like... I like that you said that a red tongue is abnormal. Okay, no, I mean, like, bright red, not, like, regular, <laughs> like... 
Um, I love the how the Whomping Willow is introduced in this book when it's so important in the next I book. Know. Like it's such a nice little throw in that like doesn't really matter in this book at all. Yeah. But um, I like to call this the book of convenience because there's just so many things that are just so conveniently timed that like you sometimes just have to like sigh at some point of the book like when harry walks in on like another petrified body you're like are you kidding me? i know like what's and like, then come like on, dude. the fact that they crash into the one tree that will attack them like wh- how does that happen i would just say that harry is probably the most unlucky person in the entire series maybe the toffees were unlucky toffee and <laughs> maybe that just sets up <laughs> the entire rest of the series they ate unlucky toffees yeah. and fred and george never said anything in case they hadn't like eaten them <laughs> yeah and then it's actually fred and george's fault that the, the rest of the books happened so it's okay he gets he gets killed in the end oh he gets God. payback <laughs> the, i like just throwing that in whenever supposed <laughs> unlucky toffees serves him right right Colin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, the amount of secondhand embarrassment I have in the scene when they're talking trash about Snape, who's right behind know, them, is like unbearable. That's the worst. I can't. I'm always I like, hate that part. I'm always reading this, and I'm like, guys, stop it, stop it, like don't stop don't it, don't do it, don't Literally do it. Stop it. And then they're like, and then they're saying like really awful things about him. They're like, what if he got fired? Like, what if he's not here? What if he died? Like. <laughs> like guys he's right there like how could they think that they there wasn't going to be someone looking for them when they arrived do they really think that they could just walk in and everyone be like oh weird okay and then it would just be fine like okay but like i kind of side with snape in the situation over like mcgonagall and dumbledore they needed a bigger punishment than just like detention yeah like it's kind of crazy obviously like it would have kind of ruined the entire series if they would have been expelled but um But at the same time, I feel like having a teacher, like, if that happened to me, if I was somehow, like, if I had lost my mind for an evening and I did that and, like, McGonagall, like, and Dumbledore walked in and, like, wasn't smiling and just was, like, disappointed. Like, even Harry said, like, it would have been better if he had yelled because the sheer disappointment was, like, unbearable. Like, I feel like that would be enough for me. Like, I've been in situations (laughs) where, like, I've done something wrong and then, like, gotten in trouble and they just said that they were disappointed and I, like haven't stopped thinking about it for like 10 years so you know and it's also kind of weird that like children with powers haven't done like worse things like this is something crazy like it seems like this is should be like a normal tuesday like yeah i don't even yeah i feel like i feel like they should have gotten maybe more than detention or like several detentions but at the same time i feel like in that kind of situation where they were, like, desperate and just thought that that was their only option, the disappointment from, you know, my teachers would have been enough. And I probably would have cried myself to sleep that night. So, you know, I think that would have been enough for me. <laughs> yeah, um, and I love Hermione being so angry about it. And then, like, the contrast to everyone in the common room just, like, having a party. I always like, love that it said, like, and then there was Hermione, like, wearing a scowl similar to Percy's. Because they're both, like, just yeah. angry. I can just kind of imagine them having a conversation. Like, I cannot believe they did that. Like, I know, right? They suck. And they're just, like, <laughs> super angry about it together while everyone else is celebrating them. Okay. Um, I, that's it for me. Yeah, same. Those are 
that's all the notes I have. Um, we did think we would do something else a little different today and what? add in some exciting trivia. So, yeah, we're going to just be doing trivia now. We're going to yeah. pick up random obscure information <laughs> in these chapters that will hopefully train us to like be good at trivia someday because I literally am so terrible at Harry Potter trivia. I don't know how people do it. Yeah, I'm I'm good at regular trivia cuz I I do I watch Jeopardy with my dad a lot. Um who's going to Yeah, go I did way too many questions, but I wanted to torture you. I didn't like fully so, understand um, meant, so I have like 3. <laughs> okay, let's like take turns okay. doing this, okay? So, you go first. Okay, so my first one <clears throat> says finish the sentence. And it says, tuck your shirt in blank. The mirror says it. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Is is it one or two words? One. Scruffy. Yep. Good job. Yes! Yay. <laughs> Do I technically get a point for knowing the answer to your trivia question earlier? Because I didn't yeah. know. Okay, cool. A point okay. for me, a point for Which Colin. was the bacon sandwiches one, in case I cut that part out where I said the question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um... Okay, what color ink was their school letters written in their book list? Okay, I have, there are like two colors I'm thinking of. It's not like a specific, like, random yeah, color. Yeah, yeah. It's like a basic color. So was it green? Yeah. Yeah. Yes! Yay, <laughs> Good job! Okay. Okay, you're gonna finish the sentence because this is apparently the only kind of trivia I know how to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Hogwarts <laughs> Express was streaking along below them like a blank, blank. Like a blank blank. Yeah, there's like um, a color, and then an animal that compared it to. <laughs> oh, oh God. I wonder what I was it gonna just say like a red train. Like. <laughs> yeah, the train was below them like a red train. <laughs> <laughs> like a speedy kangaroo. I don't know. <laughs> um, would you like me to tell you? Sure. Yeah, Scarlet Snake. That's so weird. Not really. Like, why would you describe a train like a snake? Because a train goes like this, you know, bends and stuff, and so does a snake. Yeah, and it's but red. Like, why would it... Scarlet. Your, your railroad's really messed up if it's, like, twisting and turning I mean, much. maybe they're in the mountains and they have to do that? <laughs> your turn. Okay. Uh, <laughs> What is the one book not written by Gilderoy Lockhart on the school list? Oh, it's the, uh, um... Sorry, I'm not supposed to curse. I'm not supposed to... That was really quiet, though. Maybe they didn't hear it. Um, was it one of the standard book of spells, grade two? Yes! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That was really good. I'm so good at this. Okay. Which also begs the question, like... None of the other classes needed books. I guess not. That I mean, seems weird. they seem like practical classes, though, where you learn by, right. you know, like, practicing, so. Okay, um, how am I going to word this? Okay, so, as they are getting attacked by the Whomping Willow, <laughs> mm-hmm. it says, okay, um, oh my god, how am I going to word this? This is so embarrassing. Okay, I did not prepare myself enough. Okay, um... <laughs> The Whomping Willow punches someone's door first. Whose was it? It's one of two. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, passenger or driver's side. Ron. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> it was the flip of a coin there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
What day of the week did they go to Diagon Alley? Thursday. Wrong. What? Wednesday. Damn. Okay. <laughs> I was so sure I was going to get that right. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll just continue. What did they use instead of Quidditch balls in their practice? Oh my god. Um, a soccer ball or something? Wasn't it like that? It was like a weird, like... No. No? Apples! Oh, duh. Okay. <laughs> Why okay. would they use apples, though? That seems like a... That's not as seems like they big would at all. Um, yeah. Okay, wait. I have one. So, this is probably really easy. Okay. So, the button to turn the car invisible, what's it called? The invisible button? No, no the invisibility accelerator. <laughs> no. Am I so close? You're really invisibility close. Invisibility excel. No. No. Not, it's, does it start with an A? Like, no. well, how am I so close? <laughs> You're so invisibility close. incinerator. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, I have to tell you because you missed it like several times. Invisibility booster. Oh my gosh, that's such lamer than, like, accelerator. <laughs> yeah, but, like, invisibility doesn't accelerate, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay. What broom does Ron have? He has the, like... Okay, I, I know the sentence, because it says Ron's, and then the broom was often outstripped by passing butterflies, but I just don't know what the broom was called. Was it a clean sweep? I don't think it was. It was something else. It started with an S, right? Yeah. It's like a... Was it Shooting like a, star. Oh, my God. I was going to say that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Why did you tell me? I let you have, like, five tries with the other questions. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll give you the point, then. Thanks. I was about give to say, oh, my God. I, the word star was there, and it was like, what comes first? <laughs> okay. Hagrid needs flesh-eating slug repellent because the slugs are eating the school wet. Cabbages. Yes. You were too quick Okay, on wait. That. I have one. I have I, one. Okay. Um... So, when Mr. Weasley and Lucius were brawling in the bookstore, <laughs> after, when they're, like, assessing the injuries, Mr. Malfoy had been hit in the eye by, and then, a book title. Which one was it? Is it, like, something commonly said, or is it, like, an obscure book? It's an obscure book. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. <laughs> I have, like, n no way I could come up with this. Um. I'm just gonna, like, come up with a book name. Okay. <laughs> um. Daedalus Diggles Dogs, brah. <laughs> Volume one. <laughs> Definitely no. Um, Encyclopedia of Toadstools. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's Mr. Malfoy That's has been hit so in the weird. eye by an encyclopedia of toadstools, so... That's so random to I know, say. It's so funny though. Imagine like that being the book that hit you in the face and like cut you. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that you're probably not gonna get this one. Okay. Okay. But what joke shop were Fred and George and Lee Jordan in? And for bonus points, what were they stocking up on? Oh my god. Okay. I was just looking at a list of shops in Diagon Alley, but I cannot remember what the joke shop is called. Okay, wait, don't say it though. Um what were they stocking up on? Fireworks? I put down the whole name. <laughs> what, was it the filibusters? Yeah, I'll give it that to you. Okay, the, oh god, the joke shop. What it, is it called? Don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. I just, this one start, one of the names, there's like two names, right? It's like something and something. Mm-hmm. Does one start with like, I? 
What no. are the names? No. Oh, it's like on the tip of my tongue. It's like. <laughs> okay, wait. Like two seconds. Um, no, I don't know. You can say. Not it. even gonna throw a gamble. Gamble and Japes. There it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice play on words, though. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Okay, wait. I have one for you. Um, so. The sign outside of Flourish and Blot says that Gildroy Lockhart will be signing copies of an autobi- of his autobiography, Magical Me, today, from what time to what time? I want you to know, I was literally going to put this one, but I was like, that's too mean. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was 12.30 p.m. Yeah, yeah, 4 they, PM. he wasn't going to do it at midnight, so yes. <laughs> um, you're very close, but just a little bit off. Oh, no. What is that? 12.45 to 4 p.m.? No, 12.30 to 4.30. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought I, I thought there was no 30 on that. I was so confident. <laughs> <laughs> what color is Lockhart dressed at in the opening feast? Oh, okay. Was it the, like, forget-me-not blue? Was that it? No. No? Was it lavender? Mm-hmm. What was it, like, like dark blue? Like <laughs> <laughs> It's a shade of blue, kind of. Okay, because I feel like I remember the words forget-me-not blue somewhere in this chapter. Was that at yeah. Flourish and Blots? Maybe. I think that's the one that was, like, it was, like, it matched his eyes perfectly. Um... <laughs> Was he in, oh, Midnight Blue? Was that it? No. no. <laughs> you guessed too many. Oh my god. Aquamarine. Oh, that's annoying. Okay, yeah. Okay. okay. Wait, I think I have one. Um, okay, yeah. Um, when Harry was getting his money, what kind of bag does he have that he was putting it in? A small one. <laughs> Not size. I mean material. Like, what kind of bag? I'm, like, giving these away. (laughs) Uh, dinky bag. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, like, giving this away to you. Like. (laughs) A money bag. Yes, but what kind? (laughs) A gray one? Oh my god, no. I'm just gonna tell you, because you're not gonna get it. Leather. Leather. <laughs> Leather? Oh my god. <laughs> okay, what is the first thing McGonagall does when she enters Snape's office? Oh my god. Um... She didn't conjure the sandwiches immediately, so that wasn't it. What did she do, like, what, like, slam the door? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to think. Um, oh, my God. No, I don't. Oh, no, did she, like, was she the one that showed them the newspaper, or was that just in the movie? No. That's, no. that's the movie. And it was uh, Snape in the movie, too. <laughs> yeah, it was, that's, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> She lights the fire. 
I was thinking, I was like, she did some sort of motion, yeah. but I couldn't remember what it was. I didn't want to say, like, what spell did she do, because that hints that, like, it was an actual spell. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah. Okay, wait, I have one. Harry describes McGonagall as staring at them like what? Sorry. That's okay. Um, a hawk? Close. It's an adjective and an animal again. What, like, was, Okay. Do you mean close, like, I, it's a bird? Yeah, and they're, like, kind of probably used in, like, used in the same way. Like, they're kind of, like, in the same... Eagle? Family, kind of. I don't know. What? Eagle? Yeah. Okay. But what's the adjective? I don't know. Angry? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> angry, irritated, really just I'm just gonna off. give it to you. No, okay. wait, wait, It was wait. a wrathful eagle. Come on. I was, I was still gonna... <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten it, but I was still gonna guess. You weren't. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, okay, yeah. How many steps does Harry have to take to each stride of Hagrid's? Five. No. Four. No. <laughs> Three. Yes, but you don't get the point because you had to guess like twice. <laughs> you guessed like okay, many fine, times. Fine, fine, fine. You can have that point. Okay, what is the Gryffindor common room password? Oh my god, I totally know this. Oh my god, wait. No, why don't I know this right now? I swear I just read this. I can, like, see see it written on the page in my head. Oh my god. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna remember. I'm gonna be so upset when you tell me, though. Okay, you can just say it. What is it? Waddle bird. Oh, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. going to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay wait, that's I've, all mine. Okay, I have one more. That you can um, go. Okay, when they're in Borgen and Burks, Borgen says, Ah, the hand of glory, said Mr. Borgen, abandoning Mr. Malfoy's list and screwing over to Draco. Best friend of thieves and what? Plunderers. There we go. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I was able to find some more questions on the fly, so I, <laughs> I hope you yeah, guys... Yeah, good job, actually. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed our semi-new way of arranging things. I think we're going to keep going with the icebreakers and yeah. trivia and stuff. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, please follow us on Instagram at Ron and Hermione Minus the Romance, where we're going to start posting updates and some other fun things and ways that you guys can participate in our episodes so thank you so much for coming back um and we hope to see you next week thank you bye